Like oh, when we man. actually when we actually make it in our podcast, like we're gonna get signed. Like that's the ultimate goal. Signed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Signed. What does that mean? Do you think you're American Idol? Barbecues are passion, and that's just what you'll get. Where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And for some reason, this probably sounds better than normal. It definitely will sound better than normal, because we are here with a real live professional <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, th- that just went out the window. We're in a studio, for God's sakes. We are here with the, what is it, Ribs and 23rd Street? What's the name of this thing? <laughs> with... Hit us in the face. Wait, Brisket and Maine. Brisket and Maine podcast. Brisket and Maine podcast. Starring. Oh, sorry. This is CJ. This is Joe. All right. And this we... is so cool. Like, how the hell do we get y'all guys here? What the hell are y'all doing in DFW? Well, well you met our writer of, you know, first class accommodations. <laughs> Zen of Green m You didn't even give us food this yeah, time. Yeah, I know. We have a restaurant that's there. pay for our gas? <laughs> and we, we can pay for your gas. Uh, Joe's a Tesla, so... And, and yes, we are we are here in a studio, which is a very rare treat for us. We're usually recording outside on a bench. Uh, we had to pause for semi trucks earlier today. No, no, pause with, recording. But the landscapers came. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Someone started mowing the lawn next to the bench we at earlier today. So yeah, <laughs> sounds th- about right. Th- yeah. This is a rare treat for us. I mean, usually we're we're on the road or we're doing some literally goofy stuff. recording in the car. So we figured we'll have our most unprofessional guest on our most professional sounding podcast. That's go. what I'm talking about. That's what we like to be known for. Very unprofessional. Uh, don't give a fuck. You better be familiar with Zavala's Barbecue in Grand Prairie, Texas. They have been on our show before. We are happy to do this little combo collaboration episode. I mean, collaboration is like the hot thing in barbecue. Yeah, now. this is collabo. Let's let's call it collaboration. Like, I love it. Can, can it's the new pop-up? the new and old school, right? <laughs> there we go. We're, we're, we do this like may. somewhere on the street and now it's a pop-up Yeah, let's do, like, let's do it. Like I have Collab. Zoom. Actually, you know what? I want y'all to come on to my behind the music or behind the music. Behind, behind the music. Me- yeah, oh my yeah. God, he really does think he's a pop <laughs> <laughs> I was really careful about where he's going when he said behind the pod. Let me take take you behind the woodshed. (laughs) We got some good wood back there. (laughs) Where are you going, Joe? Well, I was going to say, because I'm bored because the restaurant shut down. I created behind the barbecue um, where I did some Zoom classes and just like talked about, I don't know what the fuck. Uh, We'd love to have y'all on. Well, what I was thinking about is we could do behind the barbecue on how to do a podcast, like learn from the OGs. We don't know how to. (laughs) Tell us who we can find out from. What are you talking about? Y'all are the ones that created the inroads for, I'm going to say Texas, because there's been, you know, there's barbecue podcasts that are outside of Texas. Do we listen to them? Maybe. When there's interesting people on there. We don't have any buzzers. (laughs) (laughs) But but y'all created, like, y'all were the podcasts before podcasts were cool where everybody like us are trying and we're to say, still not cool no, no, no. see what he's we're, telling us like no, no, no. He's like, like you're not helping us here, here. Just, no, no, yeah. think, think about this like we created a podcast to be relevant y'all created a podcast because y'all truly love texas barbecue and want to educate people so you're saying we don't love texas barbecue i know yeah well we like like you said we we did it to stay relevant to talk about texas barbecue it's a 30 minute commercial <laughs> yeah yeah like that that's why we did it and you know we got really good feedback from people that said, thank you for peeling back and kind of telling the truth. Because as you know, like it is y'all's job to tell the fairy story, uh, the, you know, the fairy tale story. And y'all 
kind of peel back and people open up to you guys. But y'all's job is, you know, to be a, I don't want to say cheerleader, but to, to pump up like the awesomeness that's going on in Texas. Cause if it wasn't for people like y'all, like there's people that would never, you know, have that extra little boost that we need. Cause especially during, you know, the last 12 months, like it's been fucking hell. Well, we weren't yeah. recording many episodes then either, but yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. weren't, but y'all were still, y'all were still <laughs> we were like, like having conversations with people yeah. still like saying, Hey, go hey, check out these people. Oh, yeah. Still, yeah. Yeah. More, more than ever. These businesses need support. Yeah. Slap on the ass, essentially. And yeah. it's great to see y'all like picking it back up in the last month. Um, and, you know, f- to be honest with you, y'all are one of the reasons why we decided to do a podcast because we're like, well, shit. You saw like, all the money we made off. Yeah. 100%. Like, I saw all the, the you know, the endorsements that you're getting. Yeah. I saw Joe Rogan trying to invite y'all to come do stuff. We had and to like, decline it. We I, turned I, down you, a manscaping. Yeah, yeah. We, so so let's talk story. about sponsor. Okay, yeah. let's talk about sponsorships for a second, right? So, so uh, honestly and seriously, we've been very careful about sponsorships because we want to, if it ever turns into something, we want to do it right. Mm-hmm. And and we do want to believe in Better everything. people than us. We, we don't want to sell out for anything. We'll sell we, out. We will. Um, We're looking yeah. for strip clubs. Well, actually, let's put oh, this on the table now. We want to. You, we heard that you could you could sponsor your podcast for five dollars an episode. Oh yeah. We want to sponsor your podcast and want you to give us a, an ad on your podcast. Oh, hundred percent. Right done. Okay, done. Hey, done. Well, okay. you sponsor this board right here, so clearly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got this beautiful board you created for me. <laughs> like I saw, like for some reason I had to start writing butcher paper notes for the team, and you had put this thing on Twitter on your personal account that you created this little like note taking board that was like um, butcher paper. And I was like, it's the coolest thing ever. And thank you so much for actually creating one for, for me. Like I'm it's one of my thousand hobbies. Well, I'm going to use it like all the, <laughs> no, all yeah, the time. Like, yeah, like it's like a legitimate tool that I'm going to use. Brian Great. Is I'm a tool. tool. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm a legitimate tool instead of an illegitimate tool. Like some other people we know. We, we do appreciate the kind words. No, we yes, absolutely we, do. We've been doing this. A very long time in podcast world. Spent a lot of your own money. It was almost all of our money. own money. Well, and our wife's money. And, and our, yes, yeah. and other people's money. Um, but yeah, this has been a weird you, four-year odyssey. The one thing I do want to learn is how to get like true credentials like y'all did for the food and wine in Charleston. Yeah, that's like, top secret. Because like, like, then everybody can go. <laughs> no, no, you're not taking our like, spot. We, like, we want to we do some shit like that. No, no, that was, that was, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the Catalina Wine Festival. Like, that was uh, cool. Yeah. That, like, that was that, that was, was cool. That, that was, was the, the bougiest pinnacle. shit we've ever done. I love it. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff we like. Like I've got pictures of Brian with wine glasses, handing foie gras torchon, and like this oh, is some fancy interviewing bullshit for Rodney Scott in the. It's no chill more red. They had a, a <laughs> interview room that was you could see that you could watch people do interviews. And they yeah. booked us in that room. Yeah, awesome. uh, the Charleston yeah. Wine and Food, the first ever podcast recorded at Charleston Wine and Food, was us with Rodney Scott, which is. Kind of insane and kind of blows our mind thinking about it. <laughs> We've gotten to do so many really cool things because of the show. We got to cook at uh, Smoked Alice with you guys. You know, God, and, and, fucked up that day. Yeah, and then yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. When we you assembled up, the shit out of those tacos. Food, I know. God. <laughs> No, we, we, we've gotten to do so many cool stuff. We got to go to Windy City in Chicago and cook with Patrick Fijas. Elote boy. Elote boys. We got to do some really fun stuff with the show. I mean, and it's all because of the barbecue world. It's not because of anything that we did, honestly. It's just a matter of... I, I'll tell you this. Like, I remember I geeked out when y'all asked us to be on the show a year and a half ago. I was like, CJ, you'll never fucking believe this. Talisman Pitt <laughs> wants to fucking interview us. He's like, shut the fuck up. Uh, but that was like the coolest thing ever. That was like uh, I was like, 
man. Like it's almost a sense that you're not gonna like everybody like, shut the fuck up. But it's like shit, we made it. Like, like, like we literally have somebody. <laughs> if that's that, your criteria of making it, we got some news for you. We actually, I feel kind of bad because we have like seven sponsorships set up. They're all five dollars each. And the cool thing is they're giving us stuff to give away. But it's so hard to do a fucking podcast. Like it was great right, the right. first sixteen weeks, and then, like you said, life gets. It's involved. a chore. No, like honestly, I think the biggest thing was like not doing it here. Like, I mean, we we were doing it in like cars sitting next to each other. It doesn't uh, have the same feeling. It just doesn't. Like, I mean, we this is the first one we've done. Well, see, this, we're we're feeling the exact, we're the exact opposite. opposite. Like, we're yeah. used to just sitting in a car. <laughs> well, no, we're, 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 we're sitting in separate cars. Oh, also, like, like headlights shining yeah, against each other. Like, each other. <laughs> well, because after like you know the COVID spike. Okay. Back okay. Up. Yeah. Yeah. You guys started in COVID. Yeah. Yeah. We started during COVID. That's a little different. After the spike. Well. We started doing it in here with him because we felt comfortable because numbers started going down because we started like around August. And then when the spike started back up in October-ish. I got it. No, you got it like end of November. No, end of October. I was in October. And so we went straight Zoom after that. It's just like that, that... Excitement and yeah. like that, uh, that fun, like sitting across, like able to read each other. It's so hard. We've we've tried to do even just like audio calls. Yeah, it's, and, you can't, and it's the just quality. <laughs> we one day maybe we'll figure it out because people do it successfully on yeah. TV and other radio and everything. But we haven't been able to replicate it to where we liked it, and um, and especially sometimes the internet signal jacks with you as well. But but we we've been we've been pretty serious. We've been pretty serious about sponsors and. Yeah, he he was joking, so we won't we won't necessarily say the name of the company, but a a national company um, wanted to to work with us, and it, you know it wasn't like they were going to pay us salaries. They you this know, was going to get something. Yeah, and it was a legitimate company. I mean, like we see we see them out there, um, but it wasn't a good enough offer. It really wasn't. Um, and you know we we we've been kind of pseudo partnering with some of our some of our other guys. Like, I mean, it, and we'll work out a deal eventually, but. You know, world casing. We absolutely love world casing. Yeah, uh, Greg. Greg yep. Mueller. Yeah. He's the greatest guy in the world. He oh, takes phenomenal. care of us. I have to actually have to order new casings because ours went to shit. Hey, hey Greg, they're ordering casings because of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, those things last forever. Like, they last like a year. Uh, easy. Those buckets. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah I don't know. But but no, I don't know how long they But they're that. expensive as hell. Hey, like, they are. Like, sausage casings are expensive. People don't, yeah, people don't realize that. And good sausage casings really do make a good sausage. Did you pick yeah, those it, up? It just comes down to that. No. He didn't pick them up? No. I'm pissed, but that's the difference. <laughs> we had like the opposite effect that you guys had with starting in COVID. We took a we long didn't break. Start COVID. No, I'm saying we had the opposite effect. We took a break because of COVID. It was a bad. Because <laughs> we couldn't do the show the way that we yeah. do the show. Yeah. But like, the other the other thing, and it's a legitimate problem, is we get tired of each other. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and it's not a bad. It's not like I hate him today, but but you just really yeah. after a while, you know, and and after so many takes of opinion and stuff you 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 do need a little bit of a break because i like i'm gonna be you're not with the one you love (laughs) no joe loves me like this is a problem like in our relationship joe is the one that he wants more of me and i feel like if i give it all to him then he'll be too attached (laughs) (laughs) i wish he was lying like i feel like i'm putting so much more into the effort um but you know it is what it is. I still love him. And, like, he's my best friend, and that's the reason we started Brisket in Maine. You know, it was how can we have a conversation and have a good time. But you're right. There comes a point, like, like y'all's job, you're going to say it's not hard, but there's only so much fucking barbecue you can eat and talk it, about barbecue. It's, it's hard, too, because to do it right, <clears throat> you do the research. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we take show notes. We go research people. Um, sometimes it's more Andrew than me, but sometimes I do it. I so really if you're like do. me, I do more effort sometimes. But he comes from the dome and brings like the the like value. Our, our 
95% of our episodes is we sit here and five minutes before we started, I just jotted stuff down. And he's like, and he, he like, the, I remember the first week, he was like, on Wednesday, you got to send me what we're going to talk about. We're going to do this and this and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he's like, I need it by noon on Wednesday. So me being the prick, I'm like, <laughs> Wednesday, I didn't talk to him. <laughs> just ignored him. <laughs> Thursday, he's like, where's it at? Friday, da, da, da. I'm like, all right. So we show up Friday, and I'm like, I like I got mad. I remember like looking at my wife. I was like, he's expecting like a script on Wednesday. I'm like, I'm not doing this, yeah. you know. So, um, the thing to help us most is we're best friends and we just talk. Right. So mm-hmm. you know we were able to just to sit down and just say, hey, look, we're gonna talk about this. Here's some bullet points, and you know it worked. And so, you know from y'all standpoint, y'all y'all come at it of like, hey, like tell us a little bit about your background, you know, but what are you going <laughs> through? Like tell us about your menu. Like how did you get there? Who you connected with? Like you know who was the people that helped develop you? You know. Wait, he could do our podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, that was impressive. Yeah, I don't. Can we just hire you? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, from our standpoint, that you know, the people have reached out to us. He said, "Man, you're going through exactly what we're going through." But in reality, we we're all doing the same fucking path that every single person did. Like, you start off with this dream, and then you become so like there's there's a few people like there's a people that does a backyard like I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this little thing. And that's great. Right. And you know what? I guarantee you, they make the best brisket ever. I'm not being a smart ass, but you're making that one or two briskets. I guarantee it better be better than my brisket. Mm-hmm. Like I guarantee, cause you are babysitting a single brisket that you can fucking like form, do whatever you want to. And it's going to be exactly what you want. And then you have the guys and, that, and you might be giving it away. And, and if you ever want to get people's real <laughs> opinion, charge them. Yeah. And and it's a thing like, I'm I guess I'm going to detract him a little bit, but I don't want to detract you too far. When we did our pop ups, when we decided to do pop ups, our first pop up, we didn't tell our friends or family. Yeah. And and we charged everybody. Yeah. There's nothing free. No. And because we wanted that honest yeah. feedback, and that's what people have to do for sure. You know, you cook one brisket, you give it to your coworkers, they're going to tell it's you how great thing they're yeah. yeah. And you know, and CJ deals with it, and, and actually not CJ, but like a lot of like. We have a lot of friends. We're very close knit, and a lot of friends actually from high school and middle school, and even elementary school that we're still really close to. It's funny because, like, people always like talk about barbecue or whatever, or they'll bring up like Zavala's barbecue, and they like kind of chuckle because they don't say, "Oh, that's my best friend" or whatever. And then they're like, talk about, "Oh, like blah blah blah," or they talk about, "I make the best brisket ever," and like I never said that I made the best brisket ever because CJ literally the first brisket I ever made said it tastes like complete shit. So then it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. The worst thing like. It was terrible. And so, like, I just became so psychotic on trying to figure out how to make that perfect brisket. And, you know, you do the same thing that everybody does, right? Like, my parents or my dad and my father-in-law, they barbecued, but they did the Texas way. You know, you just fucking don't trim, throw some salt, yeah, yeah. get get some charcoal going, yeah, throw some pieces of wood. When, when, when you're done with the beer, the brisket's ready. Yep. There's and nothing so, wrong with that. No, 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 There's no, nothing no, that, wrong that with is, that. that is yeah. just, it's Wrap it in foil. It's as much yeah. tradition as the meat. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and the best part about it is, oh, you want me to tell you the secret? Throw some beer in the foil before you wrap it, and that's what's going to make the brisket but even only better. Shiner. Yeah, only shiner. Yeah. Only shiner, yeah. It's going to be a shiner. We, we yeah. placed, we placed uh, top 10 at a competition. At a sanctioned competition. A sanctioned competition, ICBA, IBCA, ICBA. Um, and and the, the guy's secret, we, we were helping a guy out, and his secret was he, he asked me to bring a 12-pack of shiner. Oh shit! And 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 I thought we were drinking it. Like I really did. I'm like, oh cool. He wants me to bring him twelve pack of shiner. We're gonna drink and cook the brisket. No, he opened up all those cans and marinated the brisket in shiner. Twenty two dollar marinade. So y'all just y'all just screwed up. My goal that we set is for us to do two competitions a year, 
And I told Lane about it. Lane said he was down too. So we're going to have a competition barbecue comp- or, uh, team together. We did a steak one. We did like a steak one. Three years ago. It was the most fun ever. We got fi- we got 50th out of 100. Yeah, so but you guys cool. got to talk to Cody Avery. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. He was yeah. there. He's there. there. He's there. He's there. He's there. He's there. He's there. He's kicking ass. Oh, yeah. yes. He got yeah. his into it. Um, and like he was like help because we know what the fuck we're doing. He's like, hey, this is how you do it. Great help. Um, but no, I'm like, fuck, like let, let's have fun because it's not fun. It's no, not we fun had a great time. Like, no, no, no. Steak cooking is different. Steak cooking is fun. Well, I can't just bring my team like Ellie and Joseph to do everything. We just get drunk. Yeah. So so here's the deal with competition barbecue. The the one that the one that made me quit doing it when we went to it, it was that same one that we placed at. Yeah. And partly it was because we placed with such a crappy brisket. Oh, by the way, it was H-E-B $1.69 a pound brisket, too. I'm not, I'm going to say this. I'm not afraid to cook out cheap-ass brisket. I think, like, I think it's fun. Well, it's, it's, and we've judged barbecue competition, but there were two teams that had dance stages. And I'm oh. talking... I'm We're talking so a full-on... That's what we do. A full-on wood stage I with a DJ. What was it, the... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, like that's what like I have Drew, his neighbor, their daughter is our cashier daily. They just bought a brand new fucking thirty foot trailer. Like I said, can we take it? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna yeah. make this first class. Oh, yeah. we're gonna have Don Julio nineteen forty two. Like we're gonna make a big ass party. Shit, we'll try to get a country band out there too. Like brought to you by Don Julio nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to make sure this is a complete clusterfuck. But that's why I want to make sure we have. That's what it is. I want to make sure we have somebody actually do the work. Like we just want to like. But the the problem is this: is that is that it? it, It's scientific. And here's the deal: we can't ask Meat Church to tell us how to do it. Actually, no, he understands the science. So it is a judge takes one bite. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they take one bite of lean brisket from Mm -hmm. brisket. Okay, and you're also judged on the looks of your brisket. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you see the pictures, those briskets Mm -hmm. look. Bizarre, right? The chicken thighs. Oh yeah, the lollipop like, ones. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no not those. Thighs. Muffin, the, muffin pants are all exactly the same. The skin's nice and tight, painted yep. on. Oh, when they yank it, and pull yeah, yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, they pull it off, they scrape it, yeah, and then they pin it back on, and they put it in a muffin pan with butter. But well, it sounds like y'all could do it for us. No, 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 because <laughs> because, <laughs> because you're, so because you're cooking this monstrosity. Like, oh, yeah. No, you're cooking this monstrosity that you don't want to eat. That's awesome. Because all you're looking for is a single bite that has the that has all of the elements of sweet, savory, umami, uh, you know, all of that. Let's open a and, barbecue restaurant and sell that shit. You know. But but the problem You'd is you can't eat more than like one bite. Yeah, you can't eat that much. Everyone would be ordering one eighth of a pound because <laughs> yeah. they take one bite and die. But but that's what barbecue comes down uh, competition comes down to, and it's clicky, and there's groups and and let's start our own group. Let's call it the podcast yeah. group. Yeah, but like that's competition barbecue. But right. That, that's why there's clicks. There's not clicks in a regular barbecue. <laughs> not at all. None. None. But <laughs> but the, the problem, it, it's just the, what we did is, you, and it also to do it right, you got to spend money. And we spent a lot of money. We, we, we placed, we won, you know, some of the smaller ones we actually won, but it, we were cooking food that we hated. Like the end result was what we hated doing, and that's when but we that, decided see, to start that, doing that, pop ups. That, and you're kind of coming from the opposite that's end. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like we're doing food that literally people want to hate. Like they're coming in and wanting to have a like they want to be able to talk shit, right? Like they're, they're like, like you're serving you're, you're serving one stars on Yelp. Yeah, yeah. Like they're <laughs> like they're, they're coming. Like the thing that like that sucks now is like when no one knows who the fuck you are. It's amazing because they get surprised. Like, Holy shit, this is good. Now it's completely different. Open? Yeah. Now they come in with this expectation. If you don't hit it, even that right, you're serving right. a 99, they expected 110%, and you gave them 99. Like, 
They're like, this is garbage. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, and we haven't had any issues like that. But it's like this anxiety. <laughs> After he talks about it, and we haven't had any issues like that. But, no, no, but, no, you, but, right, but really, we really we, like. But you have this anxiety of that. No, but you get you a target that, on your back. You, and, you hear and you about that all the time. Right. Yeah. And like the way that we handle it is, we don't say shit because it's not a winning situation. Well, you don't want to feed into it too. Like every like, and we sit back, we watch the ones that they. You get lost in your feelings, and you're like, "Well, I, you know, was so and so." Had a bad foot that day, and that's why the birth. Not, you just you can't get lost. There's I mean, no winning. There's you're no you're winning. never gonna please There's anybody. No you're never gonna please anybody. So it, it's best just to stay out of it and let trolls be trolls. Because trolls want to be trolls, and there's a lot. Yeah, of yeah, trolls out and, there. and they and they feed on you oh, yeah. responding. Yeah, that's yeah. how they get their power. Yeah, right. And well, and at the end of the day, it's you know you don't want to say you asked for it, but you asked for it. Like if if you want to get to that certain level, then that's. The unfortunate right. side effect of what you have to deal there's with. Gonna be a, there's going to be a negative Right. Part you yeah. can always be, if you want to always be the unknown barbecue joint that people are a little pleasantly surprised with, you could be that, but you're not going to be as financially successful and you're not going to have the credit that I know it's just ingrained in all of us. We want some credit for the hard work we do, especially as hard work as barbecue is. You don't want to toil in obscurity forever. That's why you see a lot of these assistant pitmasters leave and start their own places. Not just obviously the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial American dream stuff, but it's just you know you don't want to have that I'm behind this person's shadow at all times. Yeah, and that's you know for me that's why I always no matter who comes I'm like introduce them to Ellie and Joseph because it's not me. Like I I taught them how I want it done. I like oversee stuff, but they're the day to day heartbeat of that pit room. And I want to make sure that people understand that it's them, not just me. Because well, the, the risk is that otherwise you try to become the John Lennon and you have a Yoko Ono. That, that's his yep. thing. He always calls yeah. me. <laughs> like, literally, he's always like, like so that, you just summed it up. That, that's always our biggest thing is just like, so Joe. You go back and pass eight. It's fucking. No, Joe, Joe, new Joe, he, he, he gives credit where credit's due because he knows he's, he's appreciative of his team. Um, a lot of times barbecue, you see that my name's on the on the front of the building, and it's me. Um, when in reality, I mean, y'all know we know that their name's on it. And if there's a staff of ten, there's a good possibility they're not the ones back there cooking it, you know. And uh, Joe's not like that. I mean, does he get the credit ninety nine point nine percent of the time? Yeah, oh, yeah they're like Pitmaster Joe. I'm like, yeah. I know Pitmaster, uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's gonna he's he's appreciative towards his people. He's not gonna dog him out. He knows who. Who, who's helping him along the way, you know, and it's just, you don't see that a lot. You know, we, we watch it firsthand, you know, oh, well, you know, well, so-and-so is, they, they forget about the people that are helping them. They just, like, they, they, they take their credit. It's, like, I, I explain the, the, the pit room as the, the offensive lineman of barbecue. That's the best way to describe it. You know, it's just like, they help you get there, but they don't get the credit. We, we, we made the exact same analogy earlier today, like literally the exact same analogy. It's, that's weird. Yeah. Is that really? Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We were talking about offensive line, and how do you know an offensive lineman's doing his job? You don't know anything. You don't, about yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so. that's the thing that like the most beautiful thing was DV came and ate. Um, I don't know, like two months ago, whatever. I didn't, I didn't cook a single thing. My team did, and he's like, "This is good stuff." Like that's like, I was like, "Holy shit!" I like, I told the team, I said, "Bros, like, and dudettes, like, y'all fucking killed it." <laughs> And what I what did I do? Like I went and bought them Halibro jackets of like appreciation because I'm like, man, y'all fucking killed it. Like I this was work for this guy. I, work for <laughs> I know. I, I like I, I like because if it wasn't for them, like we wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for CJ's brother back in the day, Joseph teaching me how terrible of a, a 
and I don't want to say I was a terrible <laughs> own, owner. I didn't. I never owned a company before. I never had workers before. Like I worked in corporate America. I still work in corporate America, and I work with teams. But I'm never like having to lead people. And like now, leading, and then we have Kristen like you know really taking over like the general manager part of it because we're growing, and it's like putting those processes in place. And we're hi- like we just right. hired our first person that we had no idea who the fuck they were. Like that was it. that was intimidating, and scary because everybody up to now has been literally family or family friends and there's like this commitment and almost this ownership that you that they bring to themselves like this is my place and that's the most beautiful thing so now you have to instill that into somebody that is like don't even like they don't even know but the quicker we can do that and i feel like we've done that of like because he's already seems like you fit in place pretty quickly and yeah. sees that okay like i'm gonna work hard but i'm also gonna be compensated but i'm also gonna be like rewarded in because you know money's money but feeling appreciated is even much more from just a human being standpoint and i think that's like the most difficult thing uh, because like the people that we have like i'm scared to death that they're gonna leave and I always in the first thing i always ask is like how's everything because if i don't even know if anything's wrong then i don't know how to fix it so i'm always like trying to communicate with them of you have to tell me how everything is because if i don't know i'm not able to fix it and even like, you know, with the whole thing that's happening with the restaurant right now, my, my only concern is about paying them. Like, how am I going to get them paid? Because, you know, they got bills they have to pay. And, you know, fortunate enough that we have insurance and it looks like everything's working out. And, you know, I'm real appreciative, you know, people reaching out, asking us to do pop-ups. And that's, you know, that's really nice. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I don't want to mess anything up from an insurance standpoint where I'm going to hurt them to not be able to get their full compensation of why I pay for insurance. But you've made, I mean, what you just explained, you've made that full transition from um, an individual, an individual that's that's in charge of things and running things and doing things your way to being a leader and, and building a team, right? And building what, what we call in, in my business, but building a succession plan and putting in the processes so that so that the experience can be equal to what it was, but you can scale up. Yeah. And, you know, I have no problem with restaurants that can do second and third locations even, or the, the owner can take a day off. Now, I respect when the owner, when I see the owner in the business, mm-hmm. you know, but, and, and I truly respect that, but to be able to have the same quality every time consistently and have them not be there, that, that's, that's a whole right. separate leap. Well, the hardest thing to do with anything you love, and, and a business is a labor of love, is to let go in any way. And to trust that the people that are with you care about it as much as you do that it, that that was the most difficult thing to do was to let go but you have to let go to grow because if you don't you're going to hold everything back right. Absolutely. you're going you're gonna to only be able to scale to a certain extent and you're going to burn yourself out in the meantime oh, yeah. and you know? I, i'm because yeah. you talked about being obsessed with brisket yeah and, you know before we started recording right and that that'll that'll eat your life up it will you know i think uh, you know cj cj was saw it firsthand you know when when we started this whole thing it was me and my wife you know the first year and then cj came in like you know 12 or 8 to 12 months in like driving us around and then he's been you know handling social media from like a year and a half it on like, it was like six months uh, six months whatever but i was almost like uh it's kind of weird i don't want to say psychotic but you're just so <clears throat> consumed on making this barbecue. You're striving for perfection is what it is. And you're never going to hit it. Like, ever going to hit a but I mean, But you want to you go for it. And, and 
like 36 hours straight, you know, you're over here looking to do this, you know, brisket that people are going to enjoy, you know, and then you're driving around DFW delivering it. And then, you know, you're hurting relationships with your wife. You're hurting relationships with your friends and their wives because you, you, you're just consumed in this everlasting dream of, you know, is it going to turn into something? Well, it, like, it's funny because you look back, it's like you think about what you did year one and how like you stupid put, you know you put so much effort and time into it and you thought that that was so perfect and you go back and look at pictures and like that was terrible it's fucking terrible and then you put like just routine work into it and you're producing a hundred times better you know and it's just like it's almost comical you know in the sense of and you know this was supposed to start off as a as a hobby right and then the hobby turns into this thing that becomes obsessive that you, you don't care about anything else but cooking barbecue and then you have this thing that oh maybe i can make some money out of it and then you realize oh shit <laughs> there's really no money to be made it's just like how can i get more and more debt and uh and that that's what kind of sucks is like okay it's so like helping you run the social media portion of it like i see these people that they're doing pop-ups or they're, they're trying to grow and stuff like that and like they don't i don't there's so many that come into it. It's just like, it's like one out of a hundred that that actually are really truly passionate because it's it's just it's like it's almost like it's a pipe dream. Does that make any sense? No, no, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, make well, a million dollars hard, making barbecue. But when the hard work starts and you realize there's no money that you're really having to do it because you're crazy in the head, not because you're actually gonna be a millionaire. Like that, like separates the people's. Oh, I'm just still gonna do it in my backyard because it's fun and I can feed my family and friends to. Oh my God! Like I'm gonna charge twenty six dollars a pound for brisket. Are people gonna come and pay for it? Right. Well, hundred percent. And it's one thing that Brian and I talk about a lot privately is because of the explosion of exposure of Texas barbecue these last several years. There is a celebrity status, Food Network star sort of mentality that a lot of people that are getting into it now start to get because they see you know uh, these great things on Instagram and oh look at this guy and everyone knows his name and everyone knows this person's name. It's all name. fake. You know, but at the end of the day, it's people, are these people uh, making any damn money? Like, no. Or, or are they just no. popular on Instagram? Exactly. It, you know, but, it, but it's something that... Look at my mythology. That, they must have so much money. Like, yeah. Right. And there is there is a mythology that goes along with, like, the modern barbecue now where because the food looks so great and, you know, you have the pitmaster with the pitmaster pose it's on Instagram. It's black and white and, and there's no shirt on. There's a scarf and it's blowing <laughs> the wind. And like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's almost like, you know, the Maxwell House guy where he's like not this real figure, but he's he's attained this like weird status. And it's it's tough to get people to buy in and realize what the reality of the situation is. Yes, you can earn a living making barbecue. Many people are doing it. But if you're getting into it thinking you're going to have this fantasy world it's just not going to happen and people need to realize it um no i i i totally understand um it is a uh fantasy but fantasy has become reality but it's almost one of those things when it becomes a fantasy you got to have the money to do it yes like um it adds up very quickly um, and like, I'm not gonna lie. I was scared shitless come in December, beginning of January. I was like, fuck, we're going to close the doors. Like we had money, but you know, it was getting consumed very quickly. Um, out of shit. I don't know. I don't know if you saw, I forgot where I saw, uh, I think Heim posted on, uh, 
they're something on channel eight. They're losing twenty thousand dollars a week. Twenty thousand dollars a week, like that's crippling. So you know, even for the small guys, like if like you're losing five thousand, like we lost in June of uh, June, we lost sixteen thousand dollars, I think. June, like all, uh, see, it was May, April, May, June. It was about sixteen thousand dollars total. And and that's something you'll never make whole again. No. You know, like it's not something like, oh well, next month we'll we'll do sixteen thousand dollars better. No, you won't. You you hope you hopefully get back to that level you need to be at the next month, but you don't know. And I'll be quite quite frank. Like we've uh, we started this in our backyard, January twenty sixteen. I still haven't paid myself. I haven't made a single dollar. So any advice I can give anybody that's doing this is make sure you pay yourself from the very beginning because if you don't, you become into this thing that you don't pay yourself. Like I literally have not made a single dollar since we opened this place up. Like there you go, folks. That's the barbecue dream right there. <laughs> and uh, Kristen, no money, no, no money. money. And then Kristen, uh, you know, she quit her job about two years now. Actually, April will be two years. Um, she just got paid for the first time ever in October, and she's making a beautiful four hundred dollars a week, uh, owning a barbecue slash coffee place. <laughs> so you all are going to Europe this this week? You were going to Europe. <laughs> um, so, but I'm not saying it's not attainable. It's just really hard work and be really, be really smart on like, know what goals, like put goals in place and know what you're trying to do. Well, let's, let's move to Alto Shams then. Same thing, right? Don't, don't, don't buy the cheap one, buy the Alto Sham. Well, I just bought Alto Shams. Sometimes you have to start off cheap and we started off cheap. But, but you bought a big one. You didn't buy a small one, right? Press core doesn't have to be just an Press core. Yeah. But we did invest into, we have two Alto Shams because they are really, really, really awesome. But no, no. I, I the totally Alto Shams were the biggest life changing thing, I think, in oh, sure. in bar in retail barbecue. When you can you can live and actually sleep. Yep. And I mean, putting in briskets, it it not just our pop ups, but we talked to we talked to professionals, and we tell you, know, I don't know if we should or shouldn't name the names because it's not a secret. I mean, you can see them when you go to the restaurants. You can see the Alto Shams oh, right yeah, there. Like last right? week, you can see. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a secret, but you can hold stuff in an Alto Sham for. 12, 18 hours, no Shit, problem. Easy. I, and I'm not going to say longer, but people you have told can, us longer. Hold, like, I've seen it. I've, you just have to hold it right. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's phenomenal. You can cook the, you know, you're talking about on a, on a 500 having to cook multiple meats, but you can pull the briskets off, put them in the Alto. You've got a three, four hour break that you can take before you have to put on, put on the ribs. Oh, for sure. I mean, you can, you can live with a 500, but like you said, it's, it's, if you're going to do it, if you're ever going to get to a 500, you got to get a warmer. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you need a warmer for anything. Yeah. I think you need a warmer, not just for competition, um, but I, I think you need a warmer. If you want to have a good night's sleep in your backyard barbecue, you buy the cheapest Alter Shim you can buy. The, the first thing I, I try to educate people, that anybody, even, the, even a backyard person that's asking about what to do, like I'm like, just cook your brisket 10 hours before you need it and just throw it in a fucking Yeti because everybody wants to like... Because it never works out that you need right, to be But done. you know what? I hate to say it. The difference between a Yeti and an Alto Sham isn't that much. No. <laughs> you know? You just, and, you just don't have electricity keeping you up. Uh, right, you know, right. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not knocking Yeti. What I'm saying is that Alto Shams are so, so awesome. 
Um, now, if you're not doing backyard cooks, it's it's not worth yeah, yeah. it's not worth having if you're not doing that. Unless but, you get that little small little small two door alto sham, that's pretty cool. We got it, but even then, like, like that's such a small one. Double it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're back to. <laughs> I was going to say just for the house. You know, for, uh, no, they make a, it's, it's like a 500. We've got a 750. I think is what yeah. we've got, and and it's amazing. Like it it is it changed so much of what we do and how we cook, even for our little little crabby pop ups. Sucker for 500 bucks too. Yeah, I mean you know it, and even if you had to pay more, it it makes your life so much better. Your barbecue is so much better, and that's what the pros are doing. Like go go look at what the pros I are not doing. A, I don't know what you call it a pro, but I, I hear other people are doing it. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the most famous one was the article that said John Lewis had a literally they used the word a wall of alto shams, and it is. And he's got ones that are double sided that are awesome. Mm-hmm. So so the people cooking in the back load them in the back, mm-hmm. and and the servers in the front pull them from the front. No, like amazing. Yeah, like every top joint that I know that you go to, like if I don't see the alto shams there or whatever they're using, like like the big joints they got. Five to seven lined up, you know. Mm-hmm. We just have three, and I know like we have three, and also like, shit. That's that's not even like, if we were at full capacity cooking barbecue, like we would need three more. Right. Like, all right. So what what is hard to hold in an alto, and what can you not hold in an alto? Shit, man. I don't know. We just throw fucking everything in there. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 all. I mean, the only the only thing we learned is like sausage likes to be held unwrapped. Yeah, yeah, our sausage unwrapped. Yeah, we we tried to wrap it first. Then it gets it, all weird. Yeah, it softened up. The casings um, got really crappy. So we know that Joe needs to, to get home <laughs> before he gets the locks changed. This is, this is the seven-hour Joe Rogan so Links podcast. Hey, so, I know. So let's let's ask him a few of the goofy questions we've been asking people lately. Oh, nice. And then we'll 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 get him out of here and hopefully be able to, to salvage his evening. I hope so. So you talked about how terrible it is to own a barbecue business. Yep. How you'd never want to do it again. Yep. What's what is the future of Zavala's barbecue two years from now in a perfect world for you? Pizza. We're going pizza. We didn't, are we announcing this? Are we not? <laughs> he, he's joking, but I do want to uh, have a pizza um, brick oven outside. Um, honestly, we'll be bop. <laughs> bop, bop. we'll be we'll be uh, in Grand Prairie. Um, hopefully, we're able to expand, um, get a standalone coffee shop. Uh, Moss Coffee Co. That's selling Zavala's barbecue tacos. Uh, you know, maybe a beer garden would be really cool. Um, expand our menu. Uh, kind of like we may not accidentally we've been creating a bar menu, not even knowing it, like crispitos and cheese and burgers, stuff that. Oh my God! You can't more make more brisket. Well, shit! We can make as many burgers as you want. <laughs> we can make as many crispitos you want. I'll tell uh, you what. At nighttime, you know things like things like nachos. Oh yeah. You know the burgers, like you said. Those things, even using even losing using your unsold barbecue, they're really damn good. Oh yeah, like and it, then it's, all the trim, it's not like, it's not bad tasting. It's good stuff. And the great thing ever, you know, shout out to Jordan and uh, Scott, you know, teaching us, you know, how to make a good uh, sloppy Joe with the sloppy wands. Like, man, we can just do sloppy wands. Like, it's its own thing. People go crazy for it. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it's uh, there won't ever be another Zavala's barbecue. But we hope to have like fifteen Moss Coffee Co's in DFW um, that's selling Zavala's. Uh, breakfast tacos and turns into maybe some turkey sandwiches for lunch uh and then but you shit it, like i tell everybody this not jokingly but not jokingly if anybody ever wants to open up a whole bunch of barbecue places and franchises like i, I will love to help you do that just give me five percent use all your money and i'll Six. fucking teach you how to do everything but i'm not gonna do it <laughs> all right if you could cook barbecue side by side with anybody that you have not yet who would it be 
Man, that's a great fucking question. I want to learn ho hog. So either Rodney Scott or Sam Jones, like uh, that. And I want to make a chicken fried steak too. So I need to ask Reed to teach me how to make a chicken fried steak. Um, but yeah, like I, I want to learn whole hog. Uh, or it'd be cool, like to you know go to Japan and like learn from those guys out there using little charcoals, you know, little briquettes. And that, that'd be kind of cool. What's a barbecue place you have not been to yet that you want to go to? Um, man, that's 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 a great, great, great question. Like, I, first that pops in my head is Evie Mays. I keep on saying I'm going to go there, but you haven't been there. I know. I'm just going to rub it in that that drive, uh, and there's no excuse. But, Look, here's uh, the thing, man. You can leave right now, and you can be there tomorrow. That is true. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Uber. Uh, but uh, but no, I definitely need, I want to hit up Evie Mays so bad, and I want to go back to Truth. Like, Truth was absolutely um, amazing. Um, but those are those are ones that, like I gotta get to. I need a piece of cake. What's a menu item that's never been on a Zavala's menu that, if you had your way, would be on a Zavala's, a Zavala's menu? I'm actually going to learn how to make carnitas uh, in a copper pot uh, uh, very soon. Um, going to want to. So I've been incorporating mesquite with our fajitas. Um, nice. So I would like to actually have a live fire with the copper pot with mesquite wood. I don't know if mesquite flavor is going to get in there, but you know, it's all mental. Um, but I, I haven't seen nobody do like we all say carnitas, right? They're smoked or whatever, but they're not carnitas. Like I want to do true lard, oranges, carnitas in the pot. Is it barbecue? It's a breeze of fire, right? In a, in a copper pot. But uh, I definitely, definitely that's carnitas is what I want to do. And it's going to come sooner than later. Outstanding. When, when do you think um, Zavala's is going to open back up to the public? Um, demo. See, uh, we're the first week of uh, March. I don't know when we're going to uh, release this, but the goal, if we open the first week of April, I'm going to be so happy. So double that? No, no, no. I feel like it's a thousand square feet. So, you know, there's uh, and the she rock gone. So, and then the quick, look, let's be honest. So April, <laughs> April, but before Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, has, it has to be. Of this uh, year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, you know, the city's called me up and they said, you know, anything you need, give us a call. Um, so, so that's good. Like, uh, you know, we're really we found a dump tank asbestos too. So we're <laughs> we're we're lucky enough that we have that's a great a relationship. We're born and raised here, and uh, you know, people want us back open quick as possible, and that's where well, we're we want to you here. open. And we're not even from here. <laughs> yeah, like I wish I was open too right now. I, I miss it. Like I'll say this: as much as ever, I bitch that I don't want this. Uh, it's been gone for three weeks, and I don't ever want it to be it's, gone it's again. It's weird driving by, seeing the lights off, like. I told Haley the other night, I was like, we're going by the restaurant. And she was like, she thought y'all, she thought it was open. And I had to go like locks. I had to go look for something inside. And she was like, all the lights were off. And it was just, it was eerie. It's a, uh, you know, I have my son, I have my wife, I have my family. And, you know, she's Zavala. She's, she's part of our family. Like, uh, she's our kid too. It's weird. Like I never, never could imagine. Cause CJ summed it up perfectly. Like it's not about Joe Zavala. Like, and uh, it's the Zavala, like she's her own thing. Like she's her own everything and uh you know she's been able to give us the opportunity to give eight people jobs be able to support their family you know be able to pay our taxes to the city you know government always taking money from us but she's like giving us happy moments giving us sad moments you know help me get through the most trying time of my life the last year 
Um, like she's the one that you know has kept me motivated. You know, my friends poured their effort into keeping her alive while I was gone too. And uh, you know, I, I don't think I, I don't think I'm ever gonna tell her I don't want you anymore. Like I have to go apologize to her that I ever said that. As weird <laughs> as that sounds. No, it doesn't sound weird. I mean, everything about what you've built there is it has been a project. And has been because you wanted you had a singular focus on wanting to accomplish something. So, yeah, it can get trying, as you know, at times. But but again, as soon as it's taken away, that's when it's like, oh shit. What what else should I do? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what would I be doing on Friday or Saturday night? Like, I know everybody says, oh, you'll figure it out. But man, like, I hope like at the end of the day, like whenever I'm gone, if you know this is here to help. Kristen raise our family, raise Jose. Jose goes to do whatever the fuck he wants to do, but he has the opportunity if he ever wanted to, to have this or shut it down. Or sell uh, twenty all. Sell twenty all. <laughs> uh, fuck Joe. Fuck my dad. Um, give me that money. But uh, no, at least he has that opportunity to do that. That's the ultimate goal is whatever he wants to do with it. If he wants to close the son bitch down, close it down. Like I wouldn't want him to live uh, it, but if he wants to uh, do the grind, then at least he has the opportunity to do it. Outstanding. Well, get open, man. I know. We, we want that. We want that Zavala's barbecue fix. I appreciate y'all coming out, man. It means uh, it means the world. And I wish we had barbecue to give you, but thank you for the uh, the gift. And uh, you know, thank you. Come out um, for the moonshine. <laughs> no, guys. Thanks so much for for doing this little collaboration podcast thing. It's it's been on our list of things we wanted to do for a long time. So glad we were able to make it happen. Definitely. Hopefully you press record. Like that's a, that sometimes you, you press record. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> we don't drug test right piece. So you may... <laughs> we're not used to having a producer, so you can't blame us on this one for once. Brian has forgotten to press record once before. Yeah we have. Yeah. yeah. Oh we it happened to we have to <laughs> thank you guys. No, thank it. you. And we love you guys. We love your barbecue. Get open. Zavala's barbecue for those of you that haven't had it. Keep an eye on them. Follow them on social media. Tell them that we told you to go follow them on social media. <laughs> Get that $5 um, worth. That's right. <laughs> Some of the best peppery brisket you'll ever have. The ribs are damn good, too. There is a lot of pepper. <laughs> My pepper bill is real expensive. <laughs> and those yeah, we tamales. were actually just talking about, like, we don't envy your pepper bill. You know, no. some, some, uh, another restaurant was like, I mean, they don't know exactly but how much, but we were like, you know, you, you can't imagine how much some of these places their bill just for pepper is it's it's amazing yeah we went from uh 50 pounds every two months down three months down to 50 pounds every three weeks now <sighs> oh. <Good laughs> well gentlemen thank you again and thank we you all will talk again soon awesome <laughs>